The A-List Podcast is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the A-List Podcast. Yes, I am still finishing my factor meal. That's why you hear us <laughs> finishing. I was eating food before we started. And we heard it in stereo. Okay, but Sharon was also eating the exact same meal, so I feel like this is going to be a really good episode because we're all already in sync. Right, Gary? Right. And Gary's doing real good. And we're all in the ACC now. ACC, fool. They barely made the plane. I love how he's trying to act coy now because off camera, he was so hyped to be a part of the ACC. I am hyped. I'm hyped. I ain't going to lie. Give us your statement. I don't know. Any Cal fan that's not hyped to be have a conference after being homeless <laughs> for about a month, I don't know. Any Cal fan that ain't happy about this. Cal yeah. was out there like, Somebody, anybody, somebody let us in, please. Mountain West, Southwest, somebody. So I'm ready. I'm ready to go to Virginia Tech. I'm ready to go to Virginia, Clemson. I even, I'm even ready to go to Syracuse. Believe it or not, uh, of course, any game at B, any game at BC, I'm there. My, oh, Miami. We get to go to Miami. You happy? What? I mean, it's on. Atlanta for Georgia. I even I even think about Georgia Tech. Like I forgot they was in the ACC. Like oh, we going to Atlanta. Me and the Cal crew, we all we going all over the Atlanta coast for game. Y'all done let us in. It's it's too late now, Sharad. Y'all done, y'all done, y'all gonna be like, man, why we let these busters up in here? This conference, but we are it's too late now. We part. We we part. We I said we that uncle you you didn't think was gonna show up at the barbecue. Like oh man, yeah, he wasn't invited. He, he invited. wasn't invited, but he had to come through. Come through late, hungry, <laughs> and ready to take fool's money at Spades and Domino's. Oh, so let's get ready for the cow, folks. No, I'm very excited. Very, very excited after a tough month for my, my alma mater. School. My alma mater and for Stanford and even SMU. Let's give it SMU just somehow. No, like they just backed in. It was just like he was, they weren't even like, the equation. The was, all of a sudden, SMU just kind of slides in. Like like the dude at the point. The dude, the last dude in the VIP list. Like, like what, you, what you, how long you been here? All right, come on, come on. You, you know, know you good. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll let you in too. So thank you for the welcome to the ACC. Yeah, and we'll be talking more in the next, you know, several months when the schedules come out for next year. Thank you for that. Thank you for your, <laughs> your enthusiasm about being. Let's go, Kwani. Let's go. Atlantic Coast Conference. I finally digested my food, so I think we're good now. Let's talk about the Celtics. And no, that was not an ad, even though they are one of our sponsors. I was just really hungry. But let's go back to the Celtics. Jason Tatum, Paul Pierce. We thought it was just a social media for clout type video, but are they besties now? We had another video of Tatum and Pierce working out and people are really excited about it. What do you two think? <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's, it's nice to have that in the month of August and September to talk about, because there really isn't a whole lot else. We're tired of talking about James Harden. We're tired of talking about Dame. Uh, we tired talking about, you know, the, the fiber squad, although Ed Edwards still is balling out. Um, but for Celtics content, it was it's a good story. And, and, but there's there's a connection there that I do think we have underplay because we're seeing it repeat itself over and over again. Uh, you know, Paul is going to is considered one of the great Celtics 
of all time. And, and greatness recognizes greatness. He's trying to latch himself onto the next great Celtic. And I, I think there's lessons that Paul can teach him and certainly warning signs that Paul can put up uh, for Jason to navigate past. But I think the thing that, that connects them is that Paul knows better than I think almost anyone what Jason is going through as far as trying to get this franchise over the hump and win the championship. He went, he spent a lot of his career battling that, trying to figure out how to make that happen. And, you know, KG, Ray come to the building, bam, chip is yours. Is Porzingis that guy? Uh, is, is Gary's favorite defender, O'Shea Brissett, is he one of those guys? We'll see. But it makes for, it makes for a good offseason story to just, to just to see that it wasn't just like a moment in time. It's like it, it, there's there seems to be something brewing between those two that, that goes a little bit more than just, you know, every now and then workout type stuff. Wait, but what does Pierce gain from this? No shade, like just genuinely curious, like what exactly? Gary, what you think? What can Pierce teach him? No, no, what, what does Pierce get out of this? Oh, 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 oh. I mean, I think that, I mean, I think Paul wants to figure out what he wants to do for the, I mean, he's, you know, 45 years old now. Uh, and he's probably in that difficult position of trying to figure out and transition to what he wants to do next. Does he want to coach? Does he want to work out guys? Does he want to be in management? Um, you know, he's, he's, delved into a lot of things he's done the tv thing and now he's got he's got the whiskey and i think he's doing the cannabis stuff and you know he's he's had some some not so great moments over the last couple of years but i think this is good depends on how you look at it yeah well, <laughs> he's having fun when he, <laughs> he was having fun but maybe but too much fun too but much. um i think that it's good for him to just his reputation is kind of a uh potential coach, a potential workout guy, you know, it, it, these guys want to be able to have a life after. And I think for Paul to take Jason under his wing, you know, there's what a 20, about a 20 year age difference there. So that's his OG. And for them to work out together, not just Paul sitting up there eating a sandwich, somehow, okay, Jason, uh, go run suicides and, uh, do, you know, like for them to actually be to Paul to be working out with him too, I think says a lot. So I think for Paul, he gets enrichment out of this. And I think the respect, the fact that Jason respects him, you know, Paul's a guy. And I think we've talked, we've heard about his, he doesn't feel like he's respected as much as he should be as a great player and all time. Great. Even though he made a 75, even though he's made the hall of fame, even though one Celtic uh, second all time leading score, all these accolades, he still feels somewhat slighted. I think we all know that. I think he, uh, has stressed that. And I think the fact that one of the top five players in the league is working out with him and says, hey, Paul, I want to know what you know, I think does a lot of, for Paul's confidence and also maybe his future in terms of working with guys in coaching. Maybe, you know, when his kids get older, I know he's got a young son, maybe he coaches his son and, and becomes uh, a mentor and a coach. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. That's guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. 
It absolutely is. The app is easy to use, and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Hope is here. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. Game sets ma.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. Not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account, a current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. That makes sense. All right. Thanks for the perspective. All right. So another player of that 08 team, Rajon Rondo, there was a report that there could be some interest in possibly bringing him to on the staff for the Celtics. One, do you guys think that would work out for them? But two, kind of going along the lines of the previous question, what could be mutual beneficial, mutually beneficial for both sides if he were to come back to Boston? You know, um, I think Rajon was always a coach on the floor. I've been told by many people he's one of the most intelligent players, basketball IQ off the charts. So if this is what he wants to do, um, and I think starting on an NBA staff, coming back to Boston would be a great idea. Um, you know, Rajon is going to be 38 in February, so the, the playing days are probably over. Um, he didn't play in the league this year. I don't think he officially retired. I think he was kind of just maybe nudged out and and bounced around a lot of teams. But I think it's a good idea to bring another guy on the staff. Now, how will Rajan respond to being like the number three or four coach? Uh, How will he bond? Will he want to – will he look at Missoula and be like, dude, I know more than this guy? Like that comes into play because Rajan is so smart. He's a 16, 17-year NBA veteran, multi-champion, a guy who uh, will be on the bubble probably for the Hall of Fame. I don't know, and and we can debate that some other time. Is it, you know He'll be on the ballot. So this guy has a lot of accolades, All four-time All-Star. Will he kind of buy into being what an assistant coach is? Especially with – but – he knows, I'm sure he's very cool with Sam Cassell. I don't know his relationship with Charles Lee. I don't know his relationship with Missoula. I know he's a good relationship with Brad Stevens. So do you bring him on and, you know, give him the guidelines, say, okay, Rajan, this is what we need for you to do. This is what we want for you to do. Can you do that? If you can't, that's okay. You know, or does he try to coach maybe an assistant coach in college? Like a guy like Rod Strickland is a coach at Long Island University. Some guys, you know, uh, Kenny Anderson, our friend Damon Stoudemire, like his college is his direction that he wants to do. I think he's got to make that decision, but I think it's an intriguing thing. And it's not something I would be against. You know, personally, Rondo was hell to deal with as a 
covering the player. He was, I mean, he was hell. And I'm not talking about. That was your boy, Gary. Stop I'm, it. I'm not talking about. And I'm not talking about everything was bad, but he was, he was a, he was, he was a difficult dude to cover. I have heard that because he was so damn. Because he was partly because he was so damn smart, but, um, he's a brilliant guy on the floor, and if he wants to make that transition and say, okay, I'm done playing. I think that's a good thing. I think the Celtics would be best suited to Adam. Rondo is one of the most intelligent basketball players I've ever covered. Um, he has intellect and vision and a lot of the, just the basketball moxie that very few players, I think, who played in this game have had. Uh, that being said, uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason why guys like him are difficult to, to, to deal with at times because they know a lot. And sometimes the challenge for them isn't necessarily being a smart ass and, 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 and such. It's getting others to see what they see. Uh, that I think that's always been a challenge with Rondo uh, is, is getting others to understand just where he's at uh, from a basketball IQ standpoint. That being said, uh, if he's willing to kind of humble himself a little bit and teach, because I think Ronda will be an amazing teacher of the game uh, because of the insight that he has and just some of the, the basketball instincts that he brings to the table. Uh, he would be a major plus for the Celtics. Uh, and I don't think with, with Rondo, I, I think more than anything else, his presence will be the, the value that he brings to that staff. The fact that he can talk guys through some incredibly difficult situations that they may never even contemplate that they might be having to deal with that when he brings it up it's like oh damn you know what I remember when that happened or you know what I might have to deal with that when we play Denver or I might have to think about how am I going to address that particular thing when we play this guy Rondo has that you know that that type of intellect that is to me is priceless uh and as Gary pointed out he could be difficult at times to deal with um you know but at the end of the day as a player, it comes down to what do you do between those lines? And as a coach, it comes down to how do you prepare the guys that you are assigned to perform between those lines? And I think Rondo, he would be a great fit. Uh, and, and Gary, to your point about him and Brad, you know, that was a relationship that took a little time to, to, to get going. Uh, I, I'll, I mean, Gary, you remember the, the birthday uh, debacle where Rondo went one place for his birthday and wasn't with the team. It, it, you, it was weird. Um, and, and, but that's just Rondo being Rondo. I mean, and, but Wait, what's that was the kind story? of, you can't tell well, the Rondo story. Had, Rondo's, it was Rondo's birthday and he went to, I think it was Sacramento or he stayed in LA. One of the two, oh. uh, it was separated from the team and it, it got real weird. Like, why did he do that? Um, but I wasn't mad at him. Cause I mean, he went out there and I think he, I think he played and played pretty well. Um, but Rondo, again, I, I think he has had enough time away from the game to just really sit back and see where does he fit in. And to Gary's point, um, I, I think he's better at the pro level. Uh, I, I just think that his intellect, I think, can be that difference maker in getting a team over the hump. Whereas college kids, I don't know if, if they are going to give him the type of respect that he deserves. Because uh, they see Rondo as Mr. Ankle Breaking you know, fake behind the back layup and all that. And they don't understand that his, it's not that his athleticism allowed him to do that. It's his intellect and athleticism mm -hmm. that allowed him to do that. I don't think he's going to get the respect if he were to go to the college game 
or how well he thinks the game through versus playing it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think Rajan was tough to deal with because of his intelligence, mainly. I think he wanted to, I think he got bored with being covered and the basic questions. And he decided, there would be times he decided, okay, I'm going to answer every question with three words. Like there was just things he would just, he would play mind games. Give himself a challenge. Yes. (laughs) And then that was I found it kind of funny when it happened, but I was the only one in the media who thought it was yeah, funny. Yeah, you was the only one laughing. So <laughs> like Marshall Lynch. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think highly of Rajon Rondo. Like I think I said one of the most intelligent guys I ever covered, especially with basketball IQ. I think it'd be a great idea. Um, you know, if he's ready to hang him up, you know, like remember when Tyron Lou came on to the Celtic staff and he was still kind of hanging with the, but that was a veteran team with, you know, KG, Paul and Pierce. And he was kind of still hanging with the guys because he was shoot younger than, sorry, younger than KG and younger. He was younger than, younger than half the guys on the team. Um, and it was, he still had to get the player out of him. And I think is, is Rajan got, has Rajan gotten the player out of him? That's what I want to know. Um, and if he has, I think it's a great idea. All right, well, Brad, it's your move. <laughs> Moving on. Celtics did make a move this past week. They signed Svee. So, you know, Svee. I'm just going to call him Svee. 47th overall pick in the 2018 draft. He played 32 games. Z Cabangeli. Look, I'm the Z Cabangeli because I just, every time I get his name, I'm like, I'm going to I'm give, I'll I'll give you a I'll hard time last year. <laughs> I'm a fondue. So I'm giving you a His name, happen. his name is Svit Atavslav Mihailuk. All right, moment well, of silence good. for that. Very good, Sharad. Snaps. Yes, yeah. that guy is <laughs> signed with Boston Celtics. What do you two think he brings to the team? What do you? Do you think he even is going to be a player, you know, a eligible player at this point for them? What do you, what is, what is the mentality? He helps them from a depth standpoint. Uh, they, they, as we know, Joe Mazzula likes shooters. He likes to have as many out there as possible. And this is another guy that he can add to that mix. Uh, and he's, he's a guy that shoots, you know, mid, mid forties, pretty much everywhere. Uh, on the floor so I and plus it's a it's a very I I would say it's a low risk decent reward type of proposition I don't think we're talking about a guy that's just going to come here and be an all-star or be a starter but he's a guy that can help them win some games uh the one concern I have about him and and again this is just me um actually that's a lie it's me and a lot of me's out there who concerned about this this is defense uh, it's not so much from a physical standpoint, his foot moving and all that. It's the fact that he's like six, seven, six, eight, but he's got like a six, four, five ish wingspan. And that's, you know, that that's not great when you're not that athletically gifted to contest shots, because not only are you at times maybe out of position, but you don't even got the length to contest because you don't have, you know, your, your arms are, are shorter than it's, it's a, it makes it a little bit tricky. Science, Gary, science. Science. It makes it a little bit tricky. But the thing that he has to do is he's got to make shots. Mm -hmm. I mean, he did it when he was in college at Kansas. Uh, He's done it here and there at some of the different spots he's been in the NBA, but he hasn't really 
been a consistent, reliable guy, even though his numbers might tell you he he can help you. I mean, the guy who's an, kind of an end-of-the-bench guy who's, who averages about six points a game, shoots better than 40%, you wonder what can he do if he's getting 10, 15 minutes a game. Uh, I think that's a high mark for him, but anything's possible with Joe Missoula and, and shooters. Yeah, I think um, it's a solid signing. I've, I mean, he's always played well against the Celtics over the years. He's a guy with, with a lot of heart. A lot of the, the guys who come from that part of the world, they play hard. You know, you can look at Slovenia and Serbia and some of those guys on in those those countries, those Eastern European countries. They come to the States and they, the, the Goran Dragic, those guys play their asses off. And I just think that's what he's going to bring. A guy who's going to play hard. Want to you know get 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 paid and eventually try to get a contract a more guaranteed multi year deal. You know he's only twenty six. I mean that's the thing. I mean I barely remember him in Kansas when I saw he played four years at Kansas. I was like, when the heck would it, I miss that him playing four years at Kansas? Um, he kind of just appeared in the NBA. Like I just don't remember him much playing it, it, it for the Jayhawks, but. Um, I think he's a guy that can help them, like Sherrod said, win a couple of ball games here and there, add depth. Uh, will he take minutes away from Sam Hauser? Will they compete against each other for the same spot, for the same role, for the same minutes? That's what I have a, a, a concern about. But I think what Brad has done is he's brought guys on that and he's going to give them a shot. Delano Banton, Sherrod's buddy, O'Shea Brissett, Svee. Um, you know, Kevin Gelly, um, the guys that he signed, I'm being funny, the guys that he signed, it's prove it to us. This is your chance, chance to get some minutes, a chance to, to prove yourself. What can you do on a championship caliber club? And I think it's, you know, it's another challenge to those guys. It's a challenge to those guys to stick. You know, those guys, a lot of those guys have played in the G League or, you know, Brissett playing and Indiana teams that weren't very good and Banton playing a lot of times with the Raptors 905 G League team or here and there in a big club and she playing in Detroit and playing in Charlotte. Well, this is the big stage. This team has championship aspirations. You know, you I'm sure those all those guys in their mid-20s feeling like, man, if I ever got a shot to play with a good team, I I dominate. I do, you know, and dominate my role, not necessarily dominate the all-star team, but they do well. Well, this is your chance. And for Shvi, this is his chance. And I think he'll take advantage. I think he'll have a role, a carve out a role in this team. These are your hiring goals, they say. They're very aggressive, but when you, everyone looks to you, you're calm. Why? Because you know you don't need a miracle, you need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. They streamline hiring with powerful tools that can help you find your match candidates. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Candidates you apply, you invite to apply are three times more likely, likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in the search. Indeed does the hard work for you, and they show you candidates whose resume, once again, on Indeed, fit the job description immediately after you post so that you can hire faster. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. 
Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring platform delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest in 2019. You can start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash A-list. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit right now at indeed.com slash A-list. Once again, indeed.com slash A-list and show the that support that you got from for us by saying you heard this on podcast. Indeed.com slash A-list. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So, with, <clears throat> excuse me, with that being said, at this point in the, as we still continue to gear up for the preseason, do you two think that the Celtics look okay? Or is there something else that you'd like to see? I wish they'd have another big. Yeah. I mean, that, that's And there was a report, by the way, that your guy, Blake Griffin, is not coming back. So I think we could clear that up now. At Mass Live reported. So yeah, all the speculation that we uh, <laughs> we've talked about, I don't. He's not expected to report back to the Celtics. Yeah, I, I think they could use another big. Um, <laughs> I, I, it, it feels as though they, they've they've checked off pretty much every box of significance except that one. Uh, as far as having enough, and you know they 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 may feel that they got enough depth now, but. The, my concern with their big situation as it currently is constructed is that so many of their core guys are going to be on, you know, load management most of the season. And that makes me nervous because at some point, you you know, even outside of load management, you might wind up having those guys miss games here and there. Uh, and without, I think, a really deep front line, uh, I, I think it may, it may cost them a game or two in the regular season. And hopefully it won't be a factor in the playoffs. But the fact that they don't have, I think, that deep, deep, deep front line, um, because they're just not, that's just not who they are. It's not their identity. I, I think it might be one of those things that could potentially hurt them when games really, really matter most. Yeah, I agree with Sherrod in terms of the center position. I'm not completely, you know, uh, secure in terms of like, you got Robert Williams who, if you come in to this season expecting him to play more than 60 games, you're crazy, right? Even though he's healthy, he's just not a he ain't gonna he ain't gonna play no 70, 75 games. Al Horford is gonna be is 37. Um, and we saw the kind of the signs of slowing down. Luke Cornett's on a non-guaranteed deal. That's your third center. I think they need another athletic big, but I think that their weight, I think. Like I, a guy I thought they should have signed was Moses Brown. We ended up going to Portland. Um, I just think he's a raw, young, athletic big um, who could have helped them. Uh, but there's other guys out there that are on clubs right now that are likely to get waived training in training camp, trying to make a club that I think the Celtics are going to wait on it right now. Maybe, you know, they're not crazy about the market. I, I wrote a story about this. And like the guys out there who are, are like, you know, Dwayne, Dwayne Deadman, Bismack Biombo, you know, um, guys that you're like, eh, do, that, do those two names excite you? Probably not. It's like a third center. Um, but but a team like Oklahoma City, a team, there's teams with 20 guys on their on their training camp roster. They're gonna have to cut some wave some guys. And I think the Celtics, and they have that open roster spot. So I think the Celtics will will wait on that. 
um, and, and try to get a quality third big. Because I think if you're relying on Luke Cornett to be that guy, I just, I'm just, I don't think Celtic fan, I don't think the Celtics are probably as secure with that as being a number three guy. Although good, good guy, good locker room guy, does as best as he can. Nothing wrong with Luke as, as, as a player. He, he plays hard, does everything you ask him to, but as a third center to block shots, to get that key rebound, especially when Robert and Al are both health-wise and, and like time load management-wise probably going to not play. I mean, Al might play 60 games. Robert, if he plays 60 games, I think the Celtics management would do backflips because he played 35 last year. So they've got to get a third reliable big. The thing about Blake Griffin that I wrote, and I just feel like, Great locker room guy, but for whatever reason, Joe lost trust in him toward the second half of the season. Remember, Noah Vonley made the team out of camp last year, but then he couldn't stay out of foul trouble, couldn't just couldn't find his way. And then they, he was waived before, you know, his contract was guaranteed. And then Blake ended up just kind of being more of a cheerleader toward the second half of the season. You need a guy who can come in and give you 12 minutes, 13 minutes. And we can you know, talk about should they go old? Should they bring in Sharad's close friend, DeMarcus Cousins, or, yeah, or Dwight Howard? Dwight Howard's out there. You know, like, should they go old and just bring in, you know, that's I don't think they would do that. I think that they, they feel like that that's too much affecting team chemistry. But I do think they'll wait for, for camp and figure out if, if a guy gets cut early you know, claim them because there's a lot of guys out there right now, some some rosters that are going to get some quality players that are going to get released and not make their teams. Any final thoughts, Gerard, as you ponder on that? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'm just not, no. Um, <laughs> no. It's like Brad. Brad is waiting to see at this point. No, I mean Brad knows what he's doing. I mean Brad is is, is out here playing chess while the rest of us are, are looking at our checkerboard. Um, so, and I respect that. I mean, I, I they're they're going to make they're going to address this in some capacity. I, it's it's a matter of how, not if. Uh, and Brad's going to be, you know be as astute as he's been throughout this whole process of, of being in the position that he's in. And he's going to figure out what they need to do. Uh, Cause even though we're, we're thinking that they may have a certain need, you know, opportunities to enhance another part of the roster might materialize where they can get a better chemistry, a better mix of talent. Um, so no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm curious as hell though, to see what Brad's going to do though. Cause He's he's done a really good job, I think, of keeping fans and the media and all of us kind of guessing as to what the hell he's going to do next. And more times than not, he's he's made the right call. He's he's been able to get some really important additions to the roster that you didn't really see coming. So, like Gary's boy O'Shea Brissett, big pickup. Besties. That's Gary's defensive player of the year. You know that, right? Not true, but yeah, I think I think he'll do well. I think he'll flourish in his role. As much as I hate to say it, because I hate to give any Syracuse guys any, any compliments. Um, yeah, we see it, Sherrod. Uh, we see it every week. 
We don't want to see it. Yeah, where's the Gigi to Tommy jersey after U.S. smacked up uh, Italy? I, I don't see that. You just conveniently took that down, right? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, he yeah. really did. I, wow, you're right. I didn't notice. Yeah, I did. It's usually hanging. Right? Mm-hmm. hanging today. Um, but I do I do think that, like Sherrod said, Brad's going to make a good call. I do think that they do need a third big. And then we'll see what happens at point guard. Like, I'm not wholly convinced that Derek can play, like, full-time NBA point guard. Like, I'm, that's going to be interesting. And, and obviously, they know more than me. But just seeing it, is he going to be able to tell guys where to go, what to do, be that floor commander, that floor leader um, in kind of his quiet style because he's not a real talkative guy. He just does it. He just gets it done on the floor. I'm fascinated with that, um, that they kind of left that spot open when trading Marcus and said, okay, Derek, you know, this is you. And, you know, we'll see what happens in camp and how that all goes when we see the preseason. But because we're about a month away from the first preseason game. But I'm curious about that, too. Well, we have a lot to continue talking about over the course of preseason and the season. So there's nothing to fret about, of course. I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the A-List Podcast. For HR Blakely and Gary Washburn, I'm Quadi Lunas. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. New FanDuel customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube at YouTube TV. 